Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 187. And as tonight is Christmas Eve, it's really exciting to be back with you this morning. I wish you and all your loved ones a blessed and very good Christmas. And I hope and pray that you're surrounded by friends and family. I'm going to start this morning by sharing the Christmas collect with you because it spoke to me quite deeply. And I just want us to go through it as we begin. O Christ, light of the world, born into human pain and joy, let our celebration of your birth make us bold witnesses of your love to the glory of God. Isn't that beautiful? Just a reminder of what this is all about. Christ came into a world as the light of the world. And if we're looking around today, we might be feeling like we're sort of walking in darkness, that there's so much pain and suffering around. Remember, Christ is the light of the world, born into not just human pain, but also human joy. And at this time of year, let us be filled with that joy of Christ's birth. And let our celebration of your birth make us bold witnesses of your love. So let us go out and share God's love with everyone we meet. And so today, here we are again on the cusp of celebrating once more this most amazing and wonderful miracle of God, God taking on flesh and dwelling as one of us. We've heard of the angel Gabriel appearing to Mary and telling her that she will be with child. We have heard of her fear and then her faith and trust in God as she answers, I am the Lord's servant, make it happen as you have said. And I wonder how many of us as we move through Christmas into the new year are ready to say that, Lord, here I am, your servant, make it happen as you would. Mary, of course, then visits her cousin Elizabeth, who's carrying John the Baptist, and we told that John leapt in Elizabeth's womb as he heard Mary's greeting. And I've shared some of Mary's song with you, a song of praise and thanksgiving. Today I'm going to move to Luke chapter 2 and the birth of Jesus. And because it is almost Christmas Day, I'm going to read it to you. So we told at that time the Emperor Augustus ordered a census to be taken throughout the Roman Empire. When the first census took place, Quirinius was the governor of Syria. Everyone then went to register himself, each to his own town. Joseph went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to the town of Bethlehem in Judea, the birthplace of King David. Joseph went there because he was a descendant of David. He went to register with Mary, who was promised in marriage to him. She was pregnant, and while they were in Bethlehem, the time came for her to have her baby. She gave birth to her first son, wrapped him in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger, for there was no room for them to stay in the inn. There were some shepherds in that part of the country who were spending the night in the fields, taking care of their flocks. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone over them. They were terribly afraid, but the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I am here with good news for you, which will bring great joy to all people. This very day in David's town your Saviour was born, Christ the Lord, and this is what will prove it to you. You will find a baby wrapped in strips of cloth lying in a manger. And suddenly this great army of heaven's angels appeared with the angel, singing praises to God. Glory to God in the highest and peace on earth to those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them, back into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph. They saw the baby lying in the manger. And when the shepherds saw him, they told what the angel had said about the child. All who heard it were amazed what the shepherds said. Mary remembered all these things and thought deeply about them. The shepherds went back, singing praises to God for all they had heard and seen. It had been just as the angel had told them. 
So that is the beautiful story of the birth of Jesus through Luke's Gospel. As you ponder on those words, coming up now in the Mighty Heart 1027, When a Child is Born. When a Child is Born in the Mighty Heart 1027, good morning. You are listening to Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. And it is good to be with you on this really Christmas Eve, because tonight we celebrate Midnight Mass and tomorrow is Christmas Day. I've just read from Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. But before I move into the reading, just for a moment, imagine that you were a project manager. So I want you to, to be looking through at this reading through different eyes. Imagine you were a project manager for God, and God had chosen to send his son into the world to bridge this gap between us and God, and he's given you the authority to go and find a suitable parent to carry God's child and a suitable place for the child to be born and to be raised. Who would you have chosen to carry the child? And if you think about it, why would you have chosen that person? And where would you have chosen for that baby to be born and raised? I think that I would have considered the safety of the child. If you look at what was going on in the environment at that time, I would have considered the safety of the child and to make sure that the child was well-nourished, well-fed, well-educated. So this is looking at it through worldly eyes. You obviously also want your child to be loved, and Mary could certainly do that. But I would probably have chosen a wealthier household, a household of influence with political power. I would have chosen a loving and gentle person, as I said, and Mary certainly was that. Um, But I might not have chosen a peasant woman who was betrothed to a carpenter. These were not the most influential people. So an unmarried young person is chosen to carry God's child. Now, I think when we see that, we need to pause and think for a moment, because this is a huge hint of how God does not conform to the standards of the world. The baby Jesus is not born to people with influence in a palace or palatial home with all the trimmings and people to look after him. The baby is born to two relatively unknown people, a carpenter and a virgin, in a stable. No fancy crib for Jesus. He gets a manger and strips of cloth, not even a blanket, just strips of cloth wrapped around him. Now I'm stressing this point as we sometimes, when we try to understand God and we fail, We try to understand God from a human perspective with our human understanding and our human values and how we believe things should be. But that's not God, and it's not God's values always. God's ways are often different from ours. And I I keep that at the back of my mind when I'm trying to work something out. Now, next as a project manager, who would you go and tell this wonderful and amazing news to? So you're in charge now of the media side of it. Who would you have gone to? I think I would have gone to the temple leaders, chief priests, the elders. No, says God. Go to the, send the angels to the shepherds, the shepherds being the lowliest of the low, the marginalized in society. How different is God's kingdom from ours? The values are very different from the values of the world. And we need to remember, this is why Jesus came, to show us how to live, how to live our lives so that we may enjoy the fullness of life promised to us by God, a life filled with love, joy, peace, grace, forgiveness, gratitude. And he shows us how right from his birth, he shows us that the way of God is a way of radical inclusion, humility, and one where all people, the shepherds, Mary, everyone is valued and loved, even someone like Mary, as I said, and the carpenter and the shepherds. Looking at society today where we idolize the rich and the famous, I think we need to remember that everyone is a child of God and God's kingdom values are different. And we are all of equal value to God. We just have different roles. 
The shepherds get to see an angel and a great army of heaven's angels. And after hearing the news, they set off immediately to see this thing that has happened. The shepherds, as we have heard, find Mary and Joseph and the baby Jesus just as they were told. And so they tell everyone there about the visitation from the angels. And we are told that Mary thinks deeply about what the shepherds have said. On that note, coming up now on the Mighty Hot 1027, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Hark the Herald Angels Sing on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning, you are listening to Sunrise with Shona. And I've been looking at Luke chapter 2, the birth of Jesus, the visitation of the angels to the shepherds, who immediately go to see this thing that the angels have told them about. They find Mary, Joseph and the baby Jesus, the baby Jesus in a manger wrapped in strips of cloth, just as the angels told them. Now I want to change focus a bit and look at the presence, the presence um, that we receive at Christmas. Jesus is, of course, one of God's greatest gifts to us, the other being the Holy Spirit. But how do you feel about gifts and presents? Let's look at that, because, of course, tomorrow is Christmas, and I don't know if you open yours tonight or tomorrow. But do you love receiving gifts? Do you open them immediately, or do you wait for them? Do you put them under the tree and feel them and try to figure out what they are? Or are you willing to wait for Christmas Day or Christmas night, depending on when you open them, and see what's in them? If I receive a gift and I open it, um, I usually open it almost immediately. If it's a Christmas gift, I will wait for Christmas Day. But I wonder, do you use it immediately or do you keep it? This is where my parents and I were very different. My parents used to keep it. So if they got new clothes, they would keep them in the wardrobe and admire them for a while, maybe weeks and weeks before they wore them. If I get something new, I like to wear it on the same day if I can. So we're all a bit different with gifts. Um, Some of us are happy to wait, put them under the tree and wait for them. Others of us want to open them immediately. And when we've opened them and we see what it is, some of us want to use it immediately. Some want to just admire it for a while. Now, what would happen if we had never unwrapped any of those gifts? Or if once unwrapped, we put it in the cupboard and never looked at it again? Or perhaps we look at it once or twice a year We take it out, look at it, dust it off and put it back. Then there would be absolutely no point to that gift really. We might have a moment of joy. We might feel a little bit of happiness when we look at it. But we wouldn't be able to enjoy the full value of that gift at all. And I feel that we need to think about that when we're looking at the baby Jesus and our faith. God has given us the amazing gift of Jesus for all to receive. Jesus came for all of us. Jesus is God, Emmanuel, God with us. We have the opportunity each and every day to journey through this life with Jesus, getting to know him, um, growing in our faith, moving in God's power, in Jesus' power, learning from Jesus, how to navigate this life and experience this life in all its fullness, how to go about things. And some of us, I feel, I, I heard a joke once about CEOs, people who come to church only at Christmas, Easter, and perhaps one other. Um And some of us, I think, might be like that a bit with Jesus. At Christmas time, we remember and we're all excited. Maybe at Easter, at the resurrection, we're all excited. But then we just put Jesus in a cupboard and leave him there until the next year. And of course, we're never really going to grow in depth with our relationship with God, moving in the power of the Holy Spirit as we journey the way Jesus calls us to journey, if we just put Jesus on a shelf until the next year. We need to, like with any relationship, you need to work on it and you need to spend time with Jesus. So we need to open ourselves up to God and be aware of Jesus. I know that Lloyd and I pray every single day and reflect on what God is saying. And I found how powerfully God has answered so many prayers. 
And I find this journey with God so exciting, so comforting, so strengthening. Um, It's just amazing that we have Jesus to journey with us. Jesus is our constant companion because of Christmas. And so I'm going to say to us, let's be careful not to in the busyness as the new year starts to pack Jesus away with all the Christmas decorations until the next time. But let us realize this privilege we have of living each and every day with Jesus. And we need to be aware that as we journey, we journey with Jesus. And Jesus is longing for us to be open to that. And when we do journey with Jesus, we experience life in all its fullness. And so as I said at the beginning, I pray all of you have a very blessed Christmas. May God bless you and your loved ones and keep his hand of protection and anointing and blessing upon you. And may you have a wonderful, wonderful time. And I pray and hope that you do have family and friends around. To wrap up this morning, two of my favorites, Mary's boy child and joy to the world. May God bless you. And if you need to get hold of me, you can do so on Shona at hot1027.coza.